Let's cut through the mainstream financial advice out there. This is your quick financial tip from your rich uncle. ...of a confession. So I guess the story starts off just talking to one of my buddies and we're talking about another guy who we always talk about some of the people that are the next level above us that kind of keep things in perspective and learn what the strategies and the path to follow as we're out on this road of leading a private equity front and bringing passive investors along with us like you guys. And the story that came up was like this guy that we're talking about who's high up there. And they just wholesale a commercial property for $3 million profit. And there was no feeling there. And when I no feeling there, the guy didn't really care. And he made that confession to my buddy. And we both joked and laughed. Man, that's a lot of money, right? To just, just show up here in your bank account. And number one, how cool it would be to be there. But... And how messed up it is. But then I really started to think to myself, and this is what I'm talking about now, which is at some point, we're not so far off from that. Maybe I shouldn't be putting not this on the internet or out there in the world. But the other day I was investing and the deal cashed out and I got a couple hundred thousand dollars just dropped into my account. And I'm like, where did this come from? I knew I'm not super oblivious, but it's hard when you have 80 to 100 K1s and the different things I'm in. And I'm, I can remember not too long ago when, you know, getting $20,000, $15,000 from that one deal I did meant a lot. And it was, we would celebrate and it was a big thing. I would actually just, you're taking a vacation, you anticipate the buildup prior to that. And, and then you see it drop in your account. In this case, I didn't even remember the damn thing was coming and I just came and went and I actually forgot about it until again, me and my buddy were talking about the story and I started to self-reflect. And I can even think a little bit before that, right? I think a lot of investors are in these shoes right now where you're going to your work every day and I'm wearing like my, my prisoner wine shirt out of respect because I was there one time too, right? I would save my money. And every month they would go up maybe a few thousand, five thousand dollars a month. And at the end of the year, I would have enough money for my, when I first started a turnkey rental, which I don't know why any credit investor would own those things. That's eventually was became $50,000 minimum to go into a deal. And then eventually was the seed money as earnest money into my larger commercial assets as the general partner. Like that money would build up slowly over time. And this is why today I, I don't feel it taking lightly taking money from investors because I know in fifty, a hundred thousand dollars for most people, even for a lot of our credit investors, that's the lifeblood of one year. That's the heart, sweat, and tear of three hundred and sixty something days out of the year where you're saving money and yeah, you're buying things here or there, creating experiences, but you know, that that money that kind of builds up and within our family office group, it can reflect having these discussions where now we're writing these checks of a hundred, 150,000 into this deal, that deal. And it, it seems a little bit like monopoly play money a little bit. And we always talk about how is it? We knew the value of the dollar, but it's hard for the kids to pick up on the real value of it. But I guess that's another topic to be discussed in the future. But I guess what I'm saying is money, when you start to extend on that hockey stick, you start to become really desensitized to it. And it makes me a little sad in a bit. Like the happiest times for me was when that deal panned out and we, I got this big lump sum of money and I would open up a $100 bottle of wine. Maybe today 
I've got a couple of $250 bottles of wine. Like I got the Camus Special Reserve and I've got the Steg Sleep Cast 23, which I haven't drunk in those yet. I don't think I've drank more than $300 bottle of wine yet. I have them, but at this point when a deal goes full cycle, that's what I just do a hundred dollar bottle, you know, that's my limit. But like, I can see, I guess wine is a great example of something that just, it builds and builds is something that, yeah, you pay for value, but at some point you have that diminishing returns concept coming up and it keeps going and going. And it's just from a dollar's perspective, the price of these extravagant things or lifestyle, it keeps going up and up. And maybe that's a great way to run a business off high net worth people buying these high end things. But like from the user's perspective, like I don't get that, like that jolt. I don't get that, that excitement, the buildup, like I said, with this money dropping in my account haphazardly. Of course, I'm going to take that money and go put it into my infinite banking. And what you'll see later on this year, a credit investor banking, a little bit different life insurance mechanism for cash reserves for myself to backstop the opportunities that I am going through and dealing with these days. The takeaway is take your money and hide it from yourself so you don't spend the damn thing. Because even myself, like a person who has good money values and systems, I got to hide it from myself too. No different than anybody else or somebody in the beginning levels of personal finance. That's another segue there. But I think it's the point that I'm trying to make here is you're building up this money and the zeros just keep adding and adding. So I totally understood when the story where this guy makes this huge windfall and he doesn't feel it and how a sad thing it is. And I don't have an answer yet. I just wanted to share this kind of predicament or this freaking first world problem, of course. But this is, I think, where the solution is in the future is finding things that you know, bring you joy, the smaller things that may or may not cost money. I think you guys maybe get the gist of what I'm talking about or appreciate the small things, appreciate the small wins that are on the way, or at least enjoy this journey, despite how many zeros or lack of zeros you have, whether it's your first deal or I think what I'm speaking to are the people who are in multiple deals and you're on the rails in terms of this quicker path to financial freedom better deals in alternative assets that don't go up and down in the economy, the tax benefits, the infinite banking. When you combo these three strategies together, you're on this rail, this railroad, the tracks that gets you a lot faster. And at that point, I tell a lot of people, just relax and enjoy the ride. You're on cruise control. You're on the moving escalator. Yeah, you can go a little bit faster. You're going to get there in heck a lot less time than you thought. So otherwise, would you previously thought or much more exceeded your expectations? Lane is not a lawyer, CPA, but the dude did quit his engineering job and now owns thousands of rental properties. Learn more about the secrets of the wealthy. Join our community at thewealthelevator.com slash club. And if you're looking for a longer form podcast, also subscribe to the Wealth Elevator podcast.